You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Who wants cream? Nobody? Okay, no cream. This is Dirt and Sprague. Guys, we've made a great effort so far. Let's just keep it up. That's right! We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? We've got to keep our composure. We've got too far. There's too much to lose. We've got to keep our composure. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. A lot of pressure. you got to rise above it. Mm-hmm. you got to harness into good energy, block out the bad. Harness, energy, block, bad. Mm-hmm. Feel the flow happy. Feel it. It's circular. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. Hey, guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. The fan. on the top sort like leprechauns as I crust so called Willie's. Hey, let's do this. Final hour. Drake here on Portland Sports Leader. 1080 the fan, 995 HT2, the Odyssey app. Thanks for being with us on a Thursday. No Sprague. He's got the sniffles. He's out. He'll be back maybe tomorrow, maybe Monday. We'll see. TBD. Uh, joining us now on the line is the host of You Better You Bet, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today at the BetMGM app. So, uh, Also, be sure to listen to the You Better You Bet podcast for more Ken Barkley's analysis. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcasts, and you can find them on Twitter, at Lockie Lockerson. Ken, good morning to you. When is it okay to turn my Christmas lights on? Uh, as soon as possible. I mean, why Why wait? Okay. Yeah. Are do, you, do you not are work? You, are they not on yet? They're not. Well, I hung them yesterday because I like to hang them while it's dry out. I don't like to like because it's going to rain all next week. So I just wanted to get them up on the house. I don't know if I want to be that. I'm, there's nobody in my neighborhood that has Christmas lights on yet. So, I mean, what's wrong with being what's wrong with being ahead of the curve? What's wrong with being the most festive? You know, <laughs> I, uh, I I think the the sneaky like the hidden secret and you got. I, I mean, what's your weather like right now in the Pacific Northwest? Oh, we're you know we're uh, mid forties, a little windy, a little chilly. You know, kind of cold, cold and dry okay. right now. Right, so we're we're in the same boat. Uh, it's freezing here after we had like some pretty nice days last week. So the the hidden secret of Christmas lights and, and holiday decoration is it's okay to be early. Just try to pick whatever the last nice day is and do all of it. Yeah. Like even if it's like November eighth, if that's the last nice day, then like you win because you're gonna look outside. Like put, put it this way, let's say you put all your lights up already. You're the only one in your neighborhood. That's kind of what you said. Nobody else has their lights up. Yeah, I'm the you, only one. You wake up one morning. You wake up one morning, it's like 26 degrees, and you look down the street, and everyone is, like, up on a ladder with six <laughs> sets of gloves on, like, trying to put these icicle lights up. Like, you break your fingers, basically. They go all cracked. You're, like, freezing your butt off. It's windy. Who wants to be that guy? <laughs> put them up early. Whatever the last nice day is, as early as it gets, whatever the last nice day is, that is 
that is the time to put up everything. Okay. Well, they're all up, and you know what? You just you gave me the pep talk I needed. I'm going to plug them in. I don't care if anybody else Let's has their it. lights on. You know, I want to be festive. Yeah. Although I did, I think I showed a lot of plumber's butt to my neighbors yesterday up on that ladder. I, I got to, you know, it's a bit. But I mean, are, are you even really neighbors? Are you even really neighbors <laughs> if you've never seen each other's butts? <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> this is true. It's like dogs in the neighborhood. We got to sniff each other, right? I got to figure out what you got going yeah. on. Hey, are you a fan of uh, thunder snow, and do you want them to play in Buffalo in six feet of snow on Sunday? Cool. That's a really good question. Well, I can tell you this. There are a lot of betters who really want them to play this game. <laughs> there are a lot of betters. You're on the Browns and the under, right? <laughs> well, yeah, if you bet, well, especially the under. I yeah. don't even, I don't think the Browns are even good in the game, even at like nine and a half oh. or ten. So, yes, they got bet. But, and honestly, like, I think no matter where the game is played, I think I like Buffalo, and I would like teasing the Bills to win. The, the Browns are terrible. Yeah. Uh, I So, I, I like the Bills in the game. You played on the moon, I'd like the Bills, minus seven and a half. But for the total, this has been getting jammed under since, like, Sunday night. Like, while Carrie Underwood was singing, people were betting the under 47 on this game, basically, (laughs) and haven't stopped. Uh, So it's 42 on the board right now. So here's the most important thing, because I think a lot of people will be unsure of what to do here, basically. So just let me explain. If you bet the – let's say you already bet the under in this game. You saw the weather forecast. You're a smart person. You bet the under whatever. Yeah. Uh, If they move this game, your bet is voided. Your bet is not good. You get your money back. Because most sports books – now, I don't want to say this universally, but, like, whatever, 99% of sports books say that the game has to be played, like, on the specified day and in the specified location. Those are, like, two really important things. So if you bet the under – and you bet, let's say you bet under 47 Sunday night, you're like a meteorologist and you knew that this, this thing was going to happen, and you bet under 47, you desperately want them to play this game. The total is 42. The total is going to be less than 42 <laughs> if they play the game in Buffalo. It's going to be like 37 probably. Right, right. And you're sitting on an incredible ticket. So I can tell you there are a lot of betters like cautiously really hoping, like, let's play the game. Let's have all the weather happen. And, like, we're in really good on the total. If it moves to, like, Detroit, which is what they would be talking about, a dome, I actually think that favors the Bills more. (laughs) Just, like, they're better. Like, I want – if you like the Bills, you want this to be played in, like, pristine conditions because it gives them a chance to assert their dominance in the game, basically. And if it's snowy, then maybe nobody can do anything, and maybe the Browns do something stupid and cover. (laughs) So that's kind of where we're at right now. I don't don't have a lot of the game. I have some teasers with Buffalo, and I'll just re-tease them if they move the game, and they'll reopen it probably at, like, eight and a half would be my guess. Um, That's what my plan is. Uh, how do you feel about the game? Like, if, if it snows a ton, what do you think? Oh, I mean, I'm 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 right hand up. I'm already an under better in this. We talked about this yesterday yeah. when I saw the so snow forecast. The um, Play so the game in Buffalo. You yeah, you just it. made my day, Ken, because I was terrified. I saw that report this morning, and I almost broke my computer when they said they were moving it to Detroit. Like, this is bogus. You can't do that to the great people of Buffalo. And I'm wanting my <laughs> snow football. I watched it. Did you watch the Central Michigan yeah. game last night? Did you see any of that? I did. I had it on. Well, I had it on like a. I have three TVs in the office. It was on like the one I don't like look how, at very much. But how I great was that, about. man? Like, there's two feet of snow yeah. on the ground. I want. I want thunder snow in Buffalo. I think it's going to be amazing. I sure. love snow football, and I. I bet the under. Let me ask you this. So we were talking about this earlier in the show. I'm I'm wondering if folks in your line of work who take this stuff way more seriously than I do, you know, betting my small units here or there. 
of how you handle court like injury news in college football specifically. Like I feel like there's a little bit better guideline in the NFL. Like you got to be kind of upfront of like, hey, this guy's on this report or this guy's probable or this guy's questionable. Like we saw earlier this year, Utah played a game against Washington State. They said yep. not a peep for two weeks that Cam Rising was hurt. Cam Rising. He, he went yep. through with the warm-ups with the ones on the field, so nobody knew a thing. And then the team takes the field, and it's like, wait a minute, where the hell's Cam Rising? Why isn't he playing? There's kind of a similar thing going on right now with Oregon where the coaches and people are saying, well, he's practicing. But if he's not able to go, Ty Thompson's able. Like, they're being really coy about it. Like, should there be stronger regulations? And then how, do you just stay away from games when you have an unknown at such an important position with an injury? Yeah, it's, it's really tough, right? So the word you used there, and it was such a good word, was regulate. Like college football is basically unregulated. It's a really the absolute perfect way to put it because there's no governing. I mean, it's the NCAA, but they're not a governing body. <laughs> I mean, we would we'd laugh out loud if that was said. Yeah. So it's the conferences themselves. They would have to police it. There's no injury rules whatsoever. So this hurts and benefits two really specific types of betters, right? If you're the type of person that likes like either, if you like making a number on a game, like you're mathematically inclined, you are hurt by what happens in college football because you don't know who's going to play. So, like, make make whatever number you want, man. It doesn't matter if the guy doesn't play. And if you don't know that, then your number's irrelevant. And who it helps is the information guy. So the guy who doesn't make a number, but the guy who knows people. Maybe he knows agents. Maybe in this case he knows, like, people on the staff or people connected to the program, boosters. And they know stuff. Like, I get texts from people. I, and I, I, yeah, I, mean, I can't, like, read them to you, basically. Right. But I get texts from people every week that are just like, hey, by the way, like, Akron's quarterback has a broken leg. He's not playing. And it's, like, Monday afternoon. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And then I watch. And then, like, the line will move a little bit. And it'll move a little bit. And then on, like, Friday afternoon, you know, some co- like Brett McMurphy or Pete Thamel will be like, oh, Akron's quarterback going to be out Saturday. And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> if you have the information, that's great. But if you don't, if you're just, like, a casual better, you're really screwed. <laughs> I mean, it's basically insider like, trading, is it not? All the time. Yeah. So, it's, honestly, college football and college basketball, this is the exact same thing. They benefit information people. So, like, are you reading the local newspapers? Are you following those reporters? Do you have sources, you know, that would know stuff before the public knows it? Obviously, in, in all markets, access to that information is really valuable. But in college sports, which are totally unregulated, like the NFL, you get the injury reports and they're mandated. Like, you have to know whether Matthew Stafford's going to play or Kyler Murray's going to play, you know, or any of these quarterback in Josh Allen last week, mm-hmm. as we'll follow that drama. Like, that was very public. Like, everyone knew what was happening. We knew every movement of Josh Allen all of last week. College doesn't work like that. So, it benefits the information people for sure. And you can get significant edges knowing quarterback stuff. But yeah, it kind of hurts the casual better. It hurts the person who just likes to like make a number on a game or follow like that kind of the methodology. So it's just it's not for everybody. I guess would be the right way to put it. And I don't think Bonex is playing for what oh. it's worth. And I don't I don't have a firm text on that one. Okay. But like I have a text that's like kind of like leaning toward the not playing would be how I would frame it. Interesting. Okay. Well that's good to know. Yeah, it is it's amazing how they can get away with that. And it is I mean it's insider trading is what it is. You're just you have information right. that the public does not have and you're you're trading your picks right. on, on games that based on that betting. information. Yeah. That's sports betting by the way. Like really and I don't know if people know that. Like that's really what it is in terms of like making money. Like I'll you know, I'll give you an example. Remember when I came on with you guys and you were like, do you have any anything random on like the baseball draft? And I was like, yeah. yeah, Jackson Holiday is gonna go number one overall. Like, okay, like I didn't I didn't build a mathematical model to tell you that piece of information. I like talked to a person 
who knew somebody really close to the player and they were told that he's going first overall and then they started blabbing to everybody it's like that's how it works <laughs> like that's how it's not like it's if people think sometimes i think it's some grand science experiment or like some big spreadsheet or you know like machine learning algorithm whatever right no it's actually like a lot of times it's none of that stuff it's like you know a guy who knows a guy who like knows that this guy's going number one overall or like you know i'll, I'll talk to somebody and they'll they'll be like you know we did the nfl draft remember remember you guys did your like mock nfl draft yeah and then i came on and i was like can you just read me what you think it's going to be and then i was like nope not that nope not that like it's not I, i'm not a genius i'm i'm very much not a genius i'm not even remotely close to a genius i just I talked to somebody who knows a couple of the agents and like, they told me where this guy's going. Like, that's it. That's all it is. <laughs> I think I've learned in this segment that I need Ken Barkley's phone number so I can be like, can we play a game of telephone? If you got any inside scoop right. for me, I need, <laughs> I need, I need the Ken Barkley text. You need to put out like a newsletter, like, Hey, who's in and who's out. So I got to go here. So I want to get to Thursday night football in a moment too. Cause I'm, I'm weirdly confident in this game, and I probably shouldn't be, but I, I am. Uh, our, my producer, we do a, a Spraging the Line segment every Friday where we pick three games, and there's some money on the line. He's got to bet with another guy. Like you got, you got to pay out. He, so we are now, however many weeks into betting, thir- we have picked 30 games on the year. My producer, wow. is, he is 10 and 20. Uh, and that is that is really really bad. Well, what is he? Wait, wait, wait. What is he? What is he like this week? Because I, I want to make sure I'm not on the same side. See, I, he he, I don't think he even knows what he wants. And I'm he wanted to know like, do you have? I any, am lost in the weeds. Do you have any love, locks? Can he, can he please bet Tennessee tonight? Can he love Tennessee? Is that possible? <laughs> do you like Green Bay too? Are we on the same side here, Ken? Well, I I, I bet it when it was less than three. Now yeah. I don't really have an opinion on it, but that's yeah. three and a half. No, no thanks. I'm good. Okay, uh, yeah, in no, a low it's scoring game. I think I think the spread's pretty good. My my number in the game was three and a half. Uh, the openers on on Sunday and Monday were all less than three. All of us bet them, and then that the number moved. Basically, that's all that happened. Yeah, and then you find a couple. Of, I think a couple of Titans starters got announced yesterday. They were out. That moved the lineup yep. a little bit too. So you get that. Uh, anything else you like this weekend? Anything else that stands out? Oh man, that's a that's a really open ended good question. Let's see. Let's look at the old NFL board and see what's kicking around here. Uh you gave me the Bucks I, winner last week, by the way. I appreciate that. I like that line and you I said did, Bucks yeah. and I was like, dude, that's a good line. That's a good point. That was good that was that was very good. I enjoyed that one very much. Uh here are a couple other things I think that we bet. Uh let's see. I bet what's still around. Uh Washington minus three is still around. I think that's way good. Yeah. Uh, I think Chase Young is gonna end up playing in the game. I don't think you'll get like a big line move off that. Maybe you get like ten cents or five cents or something. But I don't, I don't really think the Texans can be three against maybe any team except like Carolina right now, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I just, it's just not like I get why it is what it is because Washington hasn't been rated very well in the market during this whole run that they've been on with Heineke. But like, if you need the Texans to win the game to cash your bet, like there are way better ways to spend your money. To be perfectly honest, like they can cover numbers. They covered a big number against Philly on Thursday night a couple weeks ago. Like, it's not about, like, ATS record. The spread implies that Houston basically has to win for you to cover your number if it's three. And, like, that ain't that ain't happening. No. <laughs> like, that's not and that's something that's going to happen. So, um, Commanders minus three, I think, is pretty good. You're going to push some of the time, but that's good. Uh, are you take- we already talked about. Go ahead. Are you taking the bait on, on the Vikings getting points at home? So, here's we're going to do the same thing that we did last week, right? Because you used the term taking the bait. Yeah. Can can everybody stop using the word fishy <laughs> to describe point spreads, please? Can we stop? Can everybody stop with this? It's just, let me ask, and let me ask both of you an honest question. Do you really, like with the line, so the line right now for people who are not playing, the Cowboys are one point favorites at Minnesota. And everyone's going to be like, well, Minnesota beat the Bills. They have this great record. Why are the Cowboys one point favorites? Do you guys think that this is like, 
some rigged lines because and we already know the outcome of the game. Like Dallas is definitely going to win. Do you do you guys do either of you actually feel like that? Not no, at not at all. Good. Because a lot of people feel like that. And a lot of people think that this is like some rigged market and like a fishy point spread or whatever. So when people say trap game or like fishy point spread, they are literally always talking about the same thing. And this is why this concept is so funny to me. All they're ever talking about is a short road favorite. It's all they ever refer. Like, that's actually what they mean. Like, it's like, oh, it's fishy. No, it's just a road favorite of less than three. Like, which every single time there's a road favorite less than three, we talk about this. (laughs) And the reason it's a road favorite of less than three is that, yes, Dallas is much better than Minnesota. Like, on a neutral field, they are rated much better. And home field advantage is a real thing. So, like, that's how you rate these teams. Dallas has been rated better than Minnesota the whole season. The whole year, they've been rated better than Minnesota. It's never changed. Like, great, Minnesota beat Buffalo. Awesome. Still, they're not rated as good. They're not. So, like, this line makes perfect sense. There's nothing going on. There's no nefarious conspiracy. Nothing going on here. I like. I even like Minnesota a little in the game, and it's okay to like Minnesota in the game. That's okay. Well, the I was going to say, paid off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, is this more still uncertain, uncertainty about Minnesota in all those close one games, or is there some sense of overconfidence in what the Cowboys can do? Well, I think. Well, I mean, the way you frame that, I don't think it's overconfidence in the Cowboys. The Cowboys very realistically have either the best or the second-best defense in the whole league. Like, I mean, that's like a pretty real thing. Now, they don't stop the run necessarily as well as, like, Philly did Mm -hmm. or even the Jets or Denver. But, like, they're in that top tier. And if their offense is league average and they're number one defensively, then they're like an upper echelon NFL team. Whereas with Minnesota, Minnesota kind of falls into the camp of, the Giants, and not like the same way, but the Giants and Tennessee and Seattle, which is like the record is incredible for all those teams. They've won a lot of games, but it's kind of like, well, what are they good at? Like, what are they really good at? And Minnesota's the best one of that group. It's not like they're all the same. The Giants are probably the worst one. But like Minnesota's profile is still, you know, yards per attempt on defense. So like their pass defense, do they allow explosive plays? Yards per attempt on defense, they're 27th in the NFL. Yards per play allowed on defense. How good is your defense on a per play basis? They're almost dead last in the league. So, like, I think it's okay to have Minnesota rated worse than Dallas, even if their record is is much better. Yeah, that's a tough part, I think, for a lot of folks. Is you just you see the the win loss record and you think, well, Minnesota's got to be the favorite, right? They're eight and one, but that's not the way that the stuff is ever handled. And Vegas isn't quite sold on them yet. I, I don't even know if I'm sold on them yet. I mean, they won that game, but right. without a fumbled snap. I mean, come on, that was like you got a Josh right. Allen was banged Cousins up. Good. Have the defense of Buffalo terrible out? in the game. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's... had multiple interceptions. Should have had five more interceptions. Thank, yeah. thank God Jefferson's so good. I mean, that's like the reason why they won the game, obviously. That's a fact that we can all agree on. That second pick from Kirk Cousins might be the worst interception I've ever seen in an NFL game, and that's saying a lot because we've seen a lot of bad interceptions over the years. He's the host of You Better, You Bet Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Ken Barkley, Insider Calls, presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Check them out, You Better, You Bet, and give them a follow on Twitter, at Lockie Lockerson. We always appreciate the time, the insight. Good luck. I'm with you on Packers. I locked it in earlier this week, so hopefully we get a winner tonight, and we'll catch up again next Thursday, man. Sounds good. See you guys next week. There you go. Ken Barkley. Good stuff uh, from Ken Barkley. Uh, yeah, I, I did. I locked in that Green Bay line when it was at two and a half. I liked it. It was a report came out yesterday. Some of the starters out for Tennessee tonight. Let, let's start. Let's dive into that a little bit. And I look, I that line seems fishy in Minnesota and Dallas, but I'm I agree with Ken. I mean, I our our buddy Josh Pate does this where he does a power poll or a power, you know, it's not a ranking, it's more of a poll about how you know uh, 
how people feel about teams. And he had, he's had a wonky rating system all year. And people look at it and they're like, hey, what's going on here? It's just based on Vegas point spreads. Like Vegas is more confident in some teams over others. I think that's the story in Dallas and Minnesota. You're 8-1, and one, got a big win, but Vegas still isn't buying you at all in that game. So let's dive into that. And then uh, the Thursday night game tonight, is this an opportunity for Green Bay to get off the deck and find, their, uh, find themselves back in the NFC uh, playoff picture? We'll dive into that next on The Fam. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, welcome back in. We're talking a little NBA, bottom of the hour. Kevin Durant's in town tonight. Be excited about that. I'm over Kevin Durant. Over Kevin Durant? Okay, that's fair. I mean, basketball-wise, yeah, you got to figure out, okay, Jeremy Grant. That's going to be a fun matchup, man. You See know, how Grant I think Nas Little's going to get some time on him. Let's get to this, though, first, though. So Thursday Night Football tonight, I am excited for this game because I I, I am a somehow, someway, still believer in the Green Bay Packers. Now, if they would have lost last weekend, that, that, that belief yeah. probably would have been gone. But finding a way to come back and win that game, part of that is on Dallas. Uh, part of that is oh, also no on Green Bay figuring out they have a number one weapon potentially in Watson on the outside who's a speedster. Well, but they got back their, their two best threats offensively are their running backs, quite yeah, frankly. Dylan and, yeah, no doubt about it. Until Rodgers develops some chemistry with his young wide receiving crew, their I mean, best offense is grinding it out. He was 14-20 last week That's for I think, 220 yards and three touchdowns. If he throws more than, has to throw more than 25 passes, 
then that's not good for the Packers. Yeah, I mean, that's the way that they should operate going forward, and it's okay at this point. I mean, Dylan had 65 yards on 13 carries. That's five yards a carry. And I know Dallas's rush defense isn't the strength of that unit. Don't get me wrong. They're great at getting after the quarterback, and they got some guys in the secondary that can force turnovers. Aaron Jones in that game had 24 carries for 138 yards. He averaged six yards a carry. I mean, he just torched him yeah, on the ground. Let's not outthink the room. The entire game. And so there, there's, there's a belief there that they have been that way. Like, even going back to the Buffalo game, they ran the ball efficiently against Buffalo. They moved the ball efficiently against Buffalo in that game. They just, I mean, they had no semblance of a passing game. And then in the Detroit game, you go on the road, they moved it inside the goal line how many times? And they're throwing picks off a defensive lineman's helmets. Like, run the football. The first one they threw against Detroit, they ran the football all the way down to the one-yard line. They get on first and goal from the one, and they called an RPO play action in the shotgun. Like, just turn around and hand the damn football off twice. If you got to throw it on third down, then fine. Throw it on third down. But that play calling made no sense. So I'm wondering, to your point, Swag, if they're finally acknowledging, like, hey, maybe we don't need to outthink the room. Maybe if we just run the football 39 times, throw, uh, throw the football 20 times, we're going to have balance and we're going to have a chance to win. And then you mesh that with, you know, Christian Watson, who's this, you know, under-the-radar guy, the second late second-round pick out of North Dakota State, his first game in the NFL, you know, after being drafted, hey, you're going to be the replacement for Devontae Adams. First play of the season was in Minnesota. He drops a 75-yard touchdown, and then his starting quarterback won't look at him for a couple of weeks after that. Like he, did, he was getting more than you know, three or four targets a game. He had back-to-back weeks. When they lost to the Giants at the end of that Bills game, he had one target in each of those games. Aaron Rodgers threw the ball one time against New York. He had one catch for one yard. Uh, and then in the Buffalo game, he had one catch for 12 yards. <laughs> he had two targets in two weeks, and he's supposed to be your main guy. You know how many he had this last week against Dallas? Eight so there's, they're starting to build that trust. Like, this has always been the thing with Aaron Rodgers, that he's a little squirrely, he's a little quirky, and it takes you a while to kind of get into his good graces. Him coming down with that first long touchdown catch against Dallas is the confidence booster that he and Aaron Rodgers needed. And so I'm, I'm with Ken a little bit on this. I think the line being north of three and three and a half, maybe that scares you away a little bit. But Green Bay has been good defensively for most of the year. They've been able to run the football for most of the year. They just have had no passing attack, and it's been a couple of problems there. The offensive line hasn't been great at times. They don't have a number one weapon, or at least have not developed one. Maybe they have now. And Aaron Rodgers is, is you know, just hasn't been playing that great. It's always a, a, a full circle event there, creating a bad passing attack. But if you can figure that out and you have a number one weapon, I'm back to believing in Green Bay. You add in, though, that Tennessee tonight is going to be without multiple starters for the game. Uh, ben Jones, are starting center, has been there a long time. Concussion, he's out. Yep. Amani Hooker, starting safety, shoulder injury, he's out. Kicker Randy Bullock, right calf injury, he's out. Starting outside linebacker Bud Dupree, no go. So they're, they're are, they are banged up tonight, and I love the they're Green Bay Packers. They're banged up, and this is if Green Bay can get an early lead, then, you know, your Titans, like, they want to run the foot. So as long as it's like a one-score game, they can ride Derrick Henry. The minute Green Bay gets up 10-11, now Tennessee's like, okay, do we have to open things up? And that is not their strong suit. No, they have to play one way and one way only. And if you take them out of that, they're just I don't trust Ryan Tannehill at all. Malik Willis was not great. Um, no, he's not quite ready for prime time. No. Did anybody watch what Ryan Tannehill did last weekend, though? Because he was horrible. Yeah. I mean, Denver's got a good defense, the number one scoring defense in the NFL. Um, but not good. Not good. Now, Tennessee's rush defense is pretty solid, so there's your argument if you want to bet on Tennessee tonight. Maybe the under is the play for some folks with the line being up to three and a half. 
Uh, but th- this is an opportunity. Like, you look at the NFC playoff picture right now. I know the NFC East is having a great year, and f- three of the four teams are in the playoffs right now. Well, the they're going to start playing each other exactly. here soon. They're going to start beating up on each other. In the North, Minnesota's the only team over 500. In the South, you don't have a team over 500. No. And in the West, you have two teams over 500, the Seahawks and the 49ers. It's 6-4 and four yeah. and 5-4. and four. Nine, and se- 9 and 8 could get you into the wild card. As a 7 seed, it can get you in. Now, can they come back and win the division that far behind Minnesota? I no, not so. at this point in the year. They already have a head-to-head loss in Minnesota, too. Uh, Minnesota's won seven in a row. But if they win tonight, you get back to five and six, you're, you're feeling better, man. You're in the playoff chase. So I'm excited for Thursday Night Football tonight. I like Green Bay to Does cover. It like, I like when the NFL football. went to the 17th game, they added an entire another month to the season, <laughs> not does, one game. It does feel that way, doesn't it? Like, a, like it's just never-ending and totally unnecessary. Totally. Like, well, totally no, not, not when you game. see now they want to have games in Spain and France and more games in <laughs> Germany. So there's going to be eventually – the 17th game will be a neutral site game for everybody. They will. They, yeah, I can see that. So you're still going to have London. They're uh, Mexico the Mexico City, City is the Monday night Monday game. Night, yeah. I could see him going down to Rio and Brazil. You can see him going to Australia. Did you see how pissed the Seahawks players were, by the way? So the field conditions were terrible. In yeah, Germany. they did not. They were not happy. They with the field. were like we we flew 12 hours to go play on a crappy field in Germany. The crowd was great, though, wasn't it? crowd the, was great. The sing-along. Oh, the, yeah. Take Me Home Country Roads. I had a buddy text. We play our Blazers song, Standing With You on yep. a Mountain, whenever they win. And a buddy texted me yesterday, we need the entire Moda Center to sing that song. Nothing better than a good sing-along at a sporting event. No kidding. Get everybody into it, singing the same thing. Oh, it's a good feeling, man. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's you're, you're spot on. That's, that's their angle there. Add one more game, make everybody play internationally. Let's grow the brand of football. Uh, I'm excited, though. Thursday Night Football should be a good one. Uh, let's get to the Blazers in the NBA. The Warriors can't win a road game. What the hell's going on there? That's kind of a quirky storyline early on in the NBA season. Uh, KD is in town. Brooklyn is in town. Things are not going great for Ben Simmons. Hand up. I wanted him on the Blazers. Uh, that is turning out to be a bad take. Let's talk about that matchup. Kind of a fun one for Portland tonight. We'll go there next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, good point from a listener, Swag, if you want to try and get a pick out of the way on Thursday. Under is the play. Highest total of any Titans game over the last five weeks is 34. And that was in an overtime game. Also, the Packers score more than 21 for the first time in a month last week. It's a short week, cold night. Uh, do we want to sneak in a Thursday night pick for Spray No, the we don't. Because okay. every right. t- this is the sort of thing where all of a sudden... 41 Rogers, is the number. Rodgers goes nuts. Okay, just throwing it out there. All right. See? See no. if you want to bite. What about your Portland Trailblazers, who are in action tonight? They're taking on the Nets. Uh, injury notes uh, to be seen here. I... Uh, 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 Justice Winslow, day-to-day, not sure he's questionable to play tonight from what I've seen. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic, obviously he played, so, but they're still listening to him on the injury report. So I imagine he'll go again, but I guess you never know. He played limited minutes the other night. And how much of a loss is that? I don't know. That was like a half hour of our conversation yesterday. was talking about the Shaq Troutdale. And we now get to see Kevin Durant and the, the dysfunctional Brooklyn Nets coming to town. How much fun do you think Steve Nash is having right now? Is that guy living his best life? Making millions so. of dollars. He doesn't have to deal yeah. with his crap. He's, He's probably getting over. ready to watch Canada in the World Cup. <laughs> He's getting ready to go watch some soccer. Uh, they have lost the Nets, that is, back-to-back games. They lost in L.A. to the Lakers. You heard that right. 116-103. They gave up in their last game. I think this was on Tuesday. Yeah. 153 to points the Kings. to the Sacramento Kings. Yep. That is not a that, – you did not hear that wrong. They gave up 153 points. This should points. be a track meet, whoever, <laughs> Ant, Hart. Dame, as soon as they get their hands on the ball, whether or not the Nets make or miss it, just run as fast as you can to the other end of the floor. <laughs> just go, go, go. Put up as many shots figure as you can. Figure out who's going to the rim and figure out who's spotting up in the corners. <laughs> Find the open guy. I, uh, I I have enjoyed on Blazer Games doing some of the like player props, like parlaying a bunch of props together. Two to keep an eye on because they have been in- incredibly successful. Uh, one of them is Josh Hart rebounding numbers. I like they are taking a while. I is think he. To, oh, he's not the leading because re- Nurk Nurk has had some huge. I'm sure Nurk game. is the leading rebounder, but yeah. Josh probably second. I mean, you could get him right now. So it, they have updated it a little bit. If you do a same game parlay and you put just like over five or six rebounds in there, you get decent numbers. His rebounding total now is the over under is up to seven and a half, so it's gone up a lot uh, in terms of points. Uh, let's see here. Where's Jeremy Grant? I'm, I've been riding Jeremy Grant overs because he's riding the heater right now. His over-under in points tonight is 20 and a half. The only question is if KD decides to go lock him up. Because I think Grant, I, and I think the thing with this whole Portland team is if you're the guy that is open and you're knocking him down, great, but they're not going to force it. No. You'll spread it so around if, if Kate, you need to. So if looking at what he's done the last three or four games and KD says, I got him, then he might be giving it up a little more because if you can if he can draw KD out of the paint and then you can swing it and either guy's driving or somebody else wide open on the far side, like Ant wide open on the far wing drilling threes. Yeah. So tonight, the the over for him, I would 
I would uh, give some pause. You're staying away from that. Okay. Well, the over-under on the game. Let me find the over-under on the game. Because Kevin Durant can't guard everybody. No, he cannot. It's 222 is the over-under total on the game. So if you like a track meet, that's, a, that's not uh, a bad bet. That's where I would look. I'd look the over there. I mean, they damn near had 300 points in their total in, in the Sacramento game. I don't know what ago. Dame's <laughs> assist total is, but I would have that up high. That, to me, was a no. I mean, we didn't talk about it much yesterday. I think it was Hyken that had the report, Sean Hyken, um, about Dame. Because Dame late in that game had a big defensive stop. They tried to, you know, go mouse in the house, post him up. Yeah, he blocked a blocked it. Guy was six seven, posting right. him up, and he just right at the elbow. It was great defense. He grabbed the rebound, or the ball went out of bounds. He was all fired up, telling the crowd to, you know, get you know, get juiced, and, and it was great. I'd love to see that. And he had a quote after the game. I think it was to Hiken where he basically said, "It's nice that I don't have to be." The, the carrier every night offensively because yep. he was not great, and I know he wasn't because I took the prop of him hitting making making two threes, and he made me sweat that out all the way until the last two minutes of the game. But he was, he had a bad night. He was just missing shots. He just wasn't on. He had a lot of assists. He was getting guys involved, to your yep. point, on the assist number for tonight. But I just it was another realization. I think you've had that a couple of times this year. Obviously, you've won some games without him in the lineup, but – the the realization that it's great that you don't have to rely on him coming out going for 35 40 points a night and it's there's the notion that hey if Dame doesn't have it early he can kind of blend into the background he can be a decoy you want to trap him coming off a screen go ahead there's going to be an open guy I'll play some defense here or there like that's a really good spot for him to be in that he doesn't feel like he's got to carry the load for the team every single night and that he's got some guys out there that can help him mainly and it gets to the matchup tonight i am so excited to watch the jeremy grant kevin durant battle because portland is not like when was the last time you would consider portland and i don't even know if grant falls into this category for people but like like a wing player that was an elite defender like i know aminu was pretty good and mo harkless was pretty good on the edge but I don't. It, it, to me, it's been a while since you've had a player of this caliber that can do it on both ends of the floor. And when you get a guy like Jeremy Grant, and you're going to come to the postseason later on in the year, these are the kind of matchups that he's got to be able to have success yeah. in. Like Kevin Durant's going to guard him at seven feet, a forty foot wingspan, and you're going to probably be the guy that's tasked with like, hey, you're you're going to have to go do your thing against Kevin Durant. Seeing how he stacks up against one of the best players still in the league. Say what you want about KD, he's still average a thirty a game. I can't wait to watch that matchup tonight. Yeah, it'll be good. I'll be uh, I'll be uh, catching the second half of that bad boy after uh, after some pilots action. You got pilots on the road afternoon game. Pilots on the road or early uh, evening game. Six o'clock tip. They're uh, they're at elevation at Colorado Springs. Oh, you got to you got to be careful with elevation, man. Against the Falcons of uh, Air Force Academy. Do they do that in basketball with elevation? Is that as, as much of a thing in football as it is in basketball? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. so they got there. They they got there on Tuesday, so they've had forty eight hours to adjust. So okay. Somebody said uh, New York team in Portland after a weekend in LA take the Blazers. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons to pick, take the Blazers tonight. Blazers are a two point favorite tonight. Yep. Are you looking for an early win? Uh, you want to take the Blazers tonight? Get I, out of the way. I'm more inclined, but I think I, I if I remember the rules with K with KT, it was we were sticking to football. I think we can do. I, I as long I think the only stipulation that I remember is you can't do player props. Oh, okay. Like that. Like you can't take Josh Hart over seven and a half rebounds tonight. Like that. To me, I thought that's what I remembered it being. Because I contemplated taking a couple of baseball games during the postseason. I thought about gambling on a. I, I backed off at the last second, but contemplated it. So Blazers are back in action tonight. Uh, the first place in the Western Conference, Portland Trail Blazers, and part of that is aided by the fact that the defending champs cannot win a road game. And this is a really weird story. So not only is Golden State six and nine on the year. 
They are outside of the playoff window, even outside of the top ten right now. It is early. I know. They're only like a half game behind Minnesota. They are 6-1 and one at home and 0-8 and on the road. <laughs> Steph Curry, for those that didn't watch last night, it was one of those sports nights where it's like, man, there's nothing really on. I let the wife watch a Christmas movie, and then I grabbed the remote afterwards. Like, let's keep an eye on Golden State Phoenix and some snow football and action. Steph Curry went for 50 points, and they lost by 11. <laughs> he was 17-28 from the floor. He had 50 points. Yep. And they lost by 11. 11. It wasn't even like, hey, eked out, game winner. You got a guy that scored that. I mean, that's, some, that's Damian Lillard territory right there. How many times have we seen that where Dame would go off and nobody else was around to help him? That's a rough look. That's just a, It's a weird story to keep an eye on because Golden State came in as one of the odds-on favorites to go do it again. You had the Draymond, Jordan Poole punch, all that stuff. Preseason, Clay Thompson has been weirdly, uh, not weirdly, but he, he has not been the same guy early no, on in the season. No, he's not found his stroke yet. And he's talked a lot about, you know, the criticism that he's faced, and it'll get there. I, I always, I love Clay Thompson, man. I'm rooting for Clay, local kid. I, I've always enjoyed watching his success more than anybody on that team, but he has just not been the same player. Um, and so that's a, that's a weird one down there, but that's a big part of why Portland uh, is having the year they're having and, and number one team in the West. Golden State, not off to a great start. 0-8 on the road. So Blazers back in action tonight. They take on the Nets. Let's wrap it up. we got a poll question on the Ducks. What happens if Ty Thompson plays? How confident are you feeling? If that's the quarterback situation, we'll give you the results. Close it up there next. on the- After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours. The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, where are our minds sometimes during the show? Swag's telling me, sending me wine emails during segments. That's right. <laughs> I love it. You got to get ready up. for the holidays. You got to load up, My baby. man Felix just giving his Pinot away. <laughs> you got to load up. Uh, okay, hold on. Before I get to this, I did. we had a listener send us his on. To, I always enjoy when we get these kind of things because I don't see some of it. I, I have not followed this, but evidently down in Miami, there are a bunch of uh, hurricane parents, like football player parents, that are complaining on social media. Current players, current players. Nice. Their parents are all over all over social media complaining that their kids are not playing enough. You're getting a lot of that. <laughs> and so Mario was asked yesterday, I guess, uh, like, "Hey, how do you handle this criticism? Like, what's your reaction to it?" He said, "Quote: A parent is free and welcome to come pick their son up." If they're not happy with their playing time. And look, I, I love taking shots at Mario. It's been fun to watch them struggle this year. I'm 100% on his side here. I can't even imagine what it's like. Like, I see you see this a lot, I think, in lower levels of football with, like, high school. Oh, high school. Like, it's just. I can't even imagine. I feel so much sympathy for coaches that got to yeah. deal with that crap. Yep. I remember when I played high school baseball, there was a kid. <laughs> his dad. I wouldn't say any names, but there was a day, he used to come and drive his car out to practice every day, and he would park out in left field, 
and watch practice, and then after practice, watch like walk up and give coaches pointers, like, "Hey, you should be doing this. Why is it my kid doing that?" And I just I would look at our coaches and just chuckle, like, "I can't believe you got to deal with this." And it's only got well, it was a lot fifteen years ago. It's only gotten worse yep. since then, man. I can't even imagine what it's like dealing with the complaints of parents about, "Hey, my kid's not playing." So I am in a, in, a, in a rare sign of solidarity in both sides coming together, the unification that is necessary in America right now. I'm with you, Mario. That's BS, and you shouldn't have to oh, deal with that. So it's the, uh, it's the Dabo-Mario matchup? <laughs> yeah, we got Miami-Clemson this weekend. Yeah, so are you, wanting, uh, are, are you more inclined to want Dabo to s- just stick a fork in, in Mario's season, or do you hate Dabo that much you'd like to see an upset? I think I'm rooting for Clemson. That pains me to say it. I think I'm rooting for Clemson. I don't really think I need to. Clemson's defense is okay. You are the king of petty on this show. Oh, king of petty. Absolutely, king of petty. Uh, if they my, if Miami loses this weekend, there's a chance they don't go to a bowl game. So they're 5-5. Five and five. They got Pitt at home in their last game. Yeah. So they need to get one of their last two to get to bowl eligibility. And I, I think it'd be pretty funny to not see him go to a bowl game. Because I think Clemson Clemson needs an avalanche of goofy stuff to happen to find their way back into the yes. playoff picture. They're, they're, I, I would if put they were sitting there at five or six, I'd be like, no, I don't want to see this Clemson team. In. With but, you there. Where are they, eight or nine or something? They are number nine. So they're behind, they're a, behind USC, they're behind Tennessee, they're yes. behind TCU. Multiple two-loss teams, LSU, yeah. Alabama, two-loss teams yeah. ranked ahead of them. So, yeah, I... I'm with you. If, they, like if, if Clemson finds their way in, it's because a whole bunch of other teams <laughs> collapsed and you're like. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to jump on one loss, Michigan or Ohio State. No. Tennessee's probably not going to lose again. They're not jumping them. I don't think USC's going to win this weekend, but if USC doesn't lose, they're not jumping USC. Like, they're, they're, yeah. they're, no, it, it ain't happening. So let's just go run it up on Mario. Yeah, I'm with you there. The point spread is 19 for gambling uh, purposes. I figured I'd point that out. The point spread is 19. We asked the poll question, where's your confidence level in Oregon beating Utah if Ty Thompson's a starting quarterback? Uh, 37% say little chance to win. 27% say there's zero chance they win the game. 23% say, eh, probably won't win. And 11% of you are irrationally confident. And uh, say so there's 11% chance that, high they, they can definitely win the game. Here is the specific quote. So we played the Chris Hudson stuff for you today. Dan Lanning was on his coach's show last uh, night, which you can hear right here on the fan. And by the way, a reminder, he will be on with Isaac and Souk at 4 o'clock today. That's become appointment listening for me. I just I enjoy hearing him and, and the conversations that they have. Here is his quote. He said, Bo is a tough kid. You look at his situation. When he goes down, he's anxious to help his team out. He's able to come back, play the last eight snaps of the game, throw the ball really well, give us an opportunity to be in a position to kick the field goal. We always put our players' safety at the forefront of our minds, so come back in. Really attacked his rehab on Sunday. He's been able to be out there on the practice field for us this week. We're being really conscientious of him, his reps. We want to do a good job of taking care of him. But he's preparing himself as if he can go. But we also have some other guys ready to go if needed. Bo has been really consistent all year in his approach. Now he works. Certainly was comforting as a coach to be able to see him get back out there on the field on Saturday and put down a little reassurance. Make it that what you will. We'll have more on that tomorrow because that's a big storyline. That is the storyline. I mean, the season is season's up in smoke if Bo can't go. Utah's not the team you want Ty Thompson to start against for the first time in his career. So there you go. Good little show. Hode Rubino joined us from Devil's Digest. He previewed, that's good for a Beaver fan and Duck fan, previewed the Oregon State-Arizona State game. 
and mentioned that Kenny Dillingham is the top target down there at ASU to be their next head coach. You can go check that out at Turton Sprague and at the Navy the Fan. We had our buddy Ken Barkley on, gave us some great gambling insight for the upcoming weekend. Speaking of Bonex, he doesn't think Bonex is going to play. So take make of that what you will. Uh, that'll do it for us. Thanks for being a part of our Thursday. We'll see if Sprague's back tomorrow. He was under the weather today. Uh, we will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin's next. Listen to 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.